So I'm excited because this is our first of a few episodes in a row that we'll be doing. I'm even going to make it a new season. Oh, I'm going to get a new season. Your own season. Mm. How about that? <laughs> I so, didn't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting one. Um, my last season took... I hope the views of the podcast don't let you go <laughs> down start after dropping me. <laughs> start dropping me. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, no, I was going to say that <laughs> my, my last season has been like four months. So wow. it's been like a four month season. It's had like 30 plus episodes. So I'm excited to do this one with you. So today we're going to talk about gratitude and luck. Then we're going to talk about some other things next time. And then after that, we're going to dig into some stuff about relationships and we're going to share things about long distance and being together, being apart again, and then making it all work. So yeah. I'm excited for all of that to happen. Me too. So first thing is first. Today we're talking about gratitude. As I said, you proposed it. And then I said, <laughs> hey, what do you exactly want to talk about about gratitude? <laughs> And you said, I don't know. <laughs> you got any ideas? Come on. I did some of the work. <laughs> but here we are with you, Gabriela Govea da Silva. What are you grateful for? Oh, you're already starting with that one. <laughs> if I don't start with an incisive question, I don't know what podcast this is. <laughs> This is not the best podcast. <laughs> the, it's the worst, worst podcast. podcast. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm, okay, so, well, what am I grateful for? Or, like, what am I most grateful for? What are you grateful for, period? Well, question mark. That's, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> I'm grateful for question mark. <laughs> Well, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Yeah, just go through the list. Through the list? Yeah. <laughs> like, what comes to mind? Okay, I'm just going to say things. Yeah, please. Because probably, cause I'm, well, very cliche, but I'm kind of grateful for everything. Because, well, who isn't when you stop to think about it, right? I mean... Is when that... did you first stop to think about it? Um, well, in this very thoughtful way it's kind of this year i think Hmm. like i've always had that but it was not something that i would think a lot about Mm -hmm. and i've started to think a lot about that Uh, i'm gonna say this year maybe like i was gonna say that would be just within the last three months yeah yeah that's too little yeah maybe last year that's that's, okay yeah probably when I started with more um, intentional thinking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go through the list. So, the first thing I... Okay, this is so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm taking a long time to do that. I am grateful for... Well, okay, I'm grateful for having... Oh, okay, I have a good one. I'm grateful for being born in the country that I was born. Okay. And in the time that I was born. Okay. Do you want to expand on that first before you go through more? 
Sure. Because, especially like with Brazil, we have a lot of complaints about our country, but sure. often we forget how lucky we wa- we are for being born in a free country. Mm. In a country where you just, um, you are free to do what you want have the religion that you want, to study what you want, to play the sport that you want, to drive a car and to do whatever you feel like doing as long as it's not against the law. Sure. And in the time, because, well, I wouldn't enjoy more to have been born in any time before now. And I don't know about the future, so I cannot say that I've well, sure. I would rather be born in the future, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, well, it's a good time to be alive, I guess. And it's definitely, it was definitely a good place to be alive, too. It was definitely easier than um, multiple places in the world. So, mm-hmm. that's my my answer. Do you... At least for me, of course. Yeah, I was going to ask specifically about that. Do you find that... You can say that because of the type of upbringing you had within Brazil, like the type of what I'm sorry, the type of upbringing that you had in Brazil, like the way that you were raised, the conditions in which you were raised, the people who raised you, or do you feel like it's generalizable to more Brazilians than say just yourself or people like you? Well, of course that there are people who I'm talking for myself, sure, of course, like. Yeah. Like, I am grateful for all the things that I said. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you all should be grateful for whatever. Many of them can't because yeah. they were likely not born in Brazil. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what am I saying? What I'm saying is, like, of course, there are people who have a lot less luck than I have. Obviously. Like, I am very lucky. Yes. But... Considering Brazil itself, even the people who have the least luck maybe are in a little better place than maybe somewhere else. I don't know. Sure. You know. But I don't know. That's hard to measure. Like, oh. Sure, yeah. Who suffers more? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a fraught question. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, that'll be my... Okay, for now that's it. Um, the other thing I think about, I'm very grateful for my body, for having a functional body. I have two lungs. I can breathe. I can see the sky. I can touch things with my hand, and I can walk. And I can, I don't know, eat food. I can eat whatever I want. I don't have any sort of condition that stops me from doing that. In terms of having an allergy? An allergy or a... I don't know. Some people might have conditions that they cannot eat. Sure. Because like a, of... A disease. I don't know yeah, what. like celiac yeah. disease. Yeah. Yeah, sure. like, or, yeah. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the opportunities that I had in terms of education. I'm grateful that I speak English and I'm grateful that I went to good schools and that I got to 
travel places. I'm grateful for the food that I ate in my life. That I've eaten in my life. English. <laughs> both were correct. What? what? Both oh, both were correct. were correct? Okay. All the food I ate, all the food, food I have I've eaten, have eaten both are correct. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm grateful for wanting, um, yeah, for being able to go after anything that I want. What makes you feel like you can go after whatever you want? Because there are people who don't feel like that. So what makes you feel that way? Well, I think that this position that I um, was um, was buttoned into the world. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, this is the position that I have in... Because of your parents? Because, because of yeah, your... yeah, yeah. Okay. Because of the condition that I have. Okay. Like, generally, you know, like my raising and my education and my my work that I do now and you know yeah so I think that that would be it yeah um what else I'm grateful for a lot of things I'm grateful for my family obviously for having both my parents alive and for having my sister who's lovely for you, for I met you three years ago, three-ish. Yeah. And for building this relationship, which is very meaningful to me. <laughs> for being here, for having the opportunity to be here. For having an American visa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for having money to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. For planes, I'm grateful for planes. Sure. I'm grateful for the internet. And messages and languages and you know, yeah, it's just it's just endless. Sure. It's endless. Yeah, you I can literally that. be grateful for anything that's mm -hmm. ever been here. Yeah. And do you find that when you started to take gratitude seriously, your life started to change in some way? Yeah. How so? Well, it's the perspective talk that. Um, we kind of always come back to sure it's like okay why am I seeing this in this way while I can just change the lenses and like there's not just one way to see things yeah exactly and definitely changes your experience through like changes the way you experience things you know there are like probably multiple ways to go through the same exact thing it all depends on like how you mm -hmm. manage the situation like yourself doing it do you have an example that comes to mind of um, a time where you feel like <laughs> taking a more grateful perspective has really improved your experience um i think i'm not sure if i remember now but because sometimes i struggle with that <laughs> But, well, hmm. for example, I was very nervous with the airport thing yeah. coming here. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know, three, four days before my trip, I was, like, super anxious. And I was kind of crying. I'm like, oh, my God, what if things go wrong? What if they don't let me 
like past borders or things like that. Like, oh I my remember. God. Yeah. And then my mom was like, "Okay, um, you didn't. You're not doing anything wrong. You have all the documents. Everything's there. So, why are you like that? You're about to go to New York." Not not in a bad way. She's just like talking, like okay, yeah, like come down, okay, and, like okay, come back to Earth. In three days, you're gonna be in the plane. You're gonna be in New York. It's New York, like mm. you're going on a trip. Yeah, like you're excited. Yeah. you're you're happy. Mm. You're not sad, really. You know, and I was just mm. I know, but no, no, but like. You're excited for that. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And everything's going to work. Everything's You did everything that you could have done to make this work, right? Like, you mm-hmm. have all the documents possible. You have the money. You have ways to prove that you have the money. And, like, everything that they could ask and everything. Just, nothing's going to happen. Everything's going to be all right. You just, yeah. You're right. And like breathing and just like yeah let's just try to have a better mindset on this too mm-hmm. and yeah and that could be the case with a lot of things like oh the first job that I had and like being so nervous because I was going to do my first day and, and I was worried about screwing up and it's just like okay I could have done that you know in a better way i could have been calmer and be like okay i have a job Mm -hmm. i have a job oh my god there are people who don't there are people who are trying everything and don't you don't get a job well i think more importantly you have a job that you like a job that you enjoy yeah a job that yeah and that that's that's something too like when you i don't know wake up in the morning you're like oh god i have to go to work yeah and then like okay I have somewhere to go to work. It's something I like. I studied to do that. I chose to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm having the opportunity to do that. So that's different. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I can look at like most of my family and very few went to college and those who did typically don't use their degree. Mhm for the job that they do okay um and even just generally it seems quite uncommon in the u.s for people to use their degree for their job Um, it's becoming more common over time but generally it's just Mm -hmm. it's quite it's quite infrequent um and i actually don't know if it's becoming more common over time it may be stabilizing but yeah, I've always found that to be interesting of how few people really enjoy their work and yes. really enjoyed what they chose to study and then are bought into what they do. Yeah. And say this is this is great. Mm-hmm. Like this this work is awesome for me. This fits mm-hmm. my interests, if it's what I want to do, if it fits who I am and what my values are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's quite real. That's something that will happen a lot in college. Like Whenever we were, like, we as students, like, the class was, like, not interested in something or, like, we were not paying attention or being weird. 
like I remember this professor he was like this is design school mm-hmm. you're studying design yeah you're you have to have you have to want to be here yeah like it's no parent in the world makes their kids go to design school yeah. so if you're here it's because you want to So why are you doing what you're doing now? Like, yeah. why are you acting like that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, sure. you, you know, like, no, no one, ma- like, no one forced you to be here. So if you're not interested, you just live, leave. But, mm-hmm. and that was something that was, yeah, that's very right. Like, <laughs> I bet that there's no one in the world who was forced to go to design school. You know, like. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah we would just sometimes take classes for Brandon and be like, oh, I don't want to be here. I want to be at home. I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. I want to whatever. Do yeah. something fun. Yeah. Instead of, oh, okay, I chose this. In many cases, I had to fight my family to be here. Sure. <laughs> and to be like, I'm going to follow my dreams. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just here, like, I don't know, not paying attention to this or like not proving them wrong or anything. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, so, but yeah, things you learn. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's, um, it's curious. There are lots of things that you're clearly grateful for. And as I was hearing you talk through all of that, the thing that I was noticing is it's it's impossible to have an all-encompassing list. And have a what? An all-encompassing an list. All-encompassing. Mm-hmm. So a list that is complete. Oh, yeah, everything. Sure. It's impossible. It's impossible, yeah. So that for me is unfortunate because you can try and try and try to have everything there, but even then it's it's but not that's gonna, a great thing. gonna be there. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It, it's a good thing that it, it never ends, but at the same time yeah. it's like it, I can, can never fully articulate what I'm grateful for. Yeah. I can articulate a I lot of it, but, but I can't do all of it. Yeah. That's something to be grateful for. Sure, that's tremendously good. Yeah. But I also ask the question, if one is creative enough, can one find so many things to be grateful for, even if you're in a quite bad position of life? And is it your choice to be grateful? To have a disposition toward gratitude? Mm-hmm. How much of a choice is it for people? And I think that Well, there is a research literature about it <laughs> in which we have dispositional optimism, which is fairly inherited, mm-hmm. being related to gratitude. Yeah. But gratitude is also something that can be intervened on and you can see positive effects from gratitude interventions across different types of people. I can tell you that they've controlled for doing gratitude interventions on pessimistic people and that they've been successful. I can't tell you that. But I'd be curious to know. And I think if they've done the experiments well and I understand the results to be what they are, they're probably effective on pessimistic people too. But who knows? It's it's hard to know. Um, But I, I think that, I mean, gratitude is... It's an immense tool. It allows you to, instead of beat yourself up about life, it allows you to take this new perspective of 
wow, I can actually be energized by how good this is. I can actually allow this to motivate me. Yes. Like, in this moment, I can feel great. Mm -hmm. I can allow how good these things are, how good some of these things are, to be motivating to me yes. and to move me forward. Like, something I realize, and it's a recurring thought, whenever I get sick, I tend to tell myself... I better be really grateful for how I feel when I don't feel like this. Yes. I like, get what you're saying. Like working out with a stuffy nose is yeah. horrible. Mm -hmm. It's an absolutely atrocious yeah. experience. You only remember to be grateful for like your health or or like when you don't have when it. you're sick, yeah. Yes. When you yeah. when I'm like with the fever and I'm just laying there like, oh my god, I feel awful. Oh my god. I I wanna die. And then you get better and you forget. Mm -hmm. You know, you just yeah. don't think yourself enough. Not yourself, of course, but like, you, you don't, you're not grateful enough when you mm -hmm. are in a good condition. Sure. And that's just a big thing. That's powerful. To even like, have this opportunity to feel good. Yeah, there are people who live in perpetual states of feeling horrible. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or like in pain. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's... That's quite sad for me to see... Yes. How many people there are who every single day feel chronic pain. Mm -hmm. Or they're unable to... See the beauty of colors. Or they're unable to pick up even just the smallest of wonderful things mm -hmm. and to feel incredible things because their feelings are overwhelmed by negative things. They're yes. overwhelmed by pain, mm -hmm. misfortune, addiction, being clouded by their different habits and their programming that either they've built into themselves yeah. or was built into, the, into them without really asking for it um, it's really it's really heavy for me to think about it in that way because um, mm -hmm. there are so many things that move me in a, a profound way like what we talked about the other day I was just sitting there in the morning after I got out of the shower and I was like wow all of the things Yeah. Every single one of the things mm -hmm. that I am grateful for just coming over me and just yes. looking at all that and just marveling at it. It's at times overwhelming to look at how lucky I've yeah. been mm -hmm. and how lucky people like us have been. And to look at that and to say, like, why, why me? Like, why, why am I so fortunate? Yes. Because there's no answer. There I mean, is no answer. People find those answers through faith. And they say, you know, like, I've been so faithful to God. I've prayed to God. And God has given me this because of how faithful I've been. And sure, if that does the job for you, great. I, I struggle to find the evidence as to why that would be true. But rather, mm -hmm. perhaps it's a little better to marvel at the randomness and just how overwhelming it's randomness. of a thought yeah, is. That's the word. It, it is completely random. And yeah. 
that's the hard thing for me about gratitude and about luck specifically is you can't blame someone for it you can't blame someone for the conditions into which they were brought into the oh, world oh no of course not yeah and you can't blame someone for the different predispositions that they were born with that have allowed them to mm-hmm. do well inside of a world that they did not create mm-hmm. and I don't know to a degree I would go to the point of asking the question as to whether you can blame someone for not for not being grateful no I was going to go a very different way okay. um, you can't blame someone for not wanting to or not having a deep inclination to change a system that has favored them in their development and in their growth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if you're born into... Like, say I you're born... It, okay. It's tough. Like, say you're born a prince in mm-hmm. ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. What would have to happen in that situation is you, in your circumstance, would have to say... How grateful am I for everything I have? And to have that thought at that time and to thank randomness for it. Unheard of, number one. Then number two, to go beyond that and to say, you know what? I'm going to take all this luck that I've had and to turn it around and to make myself live a worse life. Mm-hmm. Financially. And perhaps even in terms of fulfilling my basic needs than the one that I would have lived in the conditions into which I was born and if I continue to fulfill the status quo. And of course, to make the world a better place, people in those positions need to make those choices. But to expect them to make those choices based on the forces of the conditions into which they were born and the need to give away what they were born with yeah, okay. is it's just not a... It's not something that the forces are leading toward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I say I don't think that you can blame them, I guess what I'm trying to say yeah, is... Like, yeah, okay, is, I think I understand. Yeah, yeah like there is... Like it, it, they would have to go against the grain yeah, for that to be the case. It's not a natural course to go with when exactly. you're in that condition. Exactly. Then. But yeah. I would in turn make an argument to them. Which would be that if they follow the truth and if they seek meaning in the truth and if they're willing to pursue the truth deeply and to pursue the well-being of others and to find meaning in creating a world that is more just, more fair in opportunity, more fair in resources to at least have one's basic needs fulfilled a world that is not driven by and for greed but a world that is driven toward equality and us being able to work together and live together to build our communities up mm-hmm. that the meaning and the happiness and the joy that they would experience would be much greater than living a life of having millions and having yes. everything yeah. because when you when you have everything you have nothing to earn yeah when you're born into everything you have nothing to earn you're right like we were talking the other day there there's a certain point where 
it's not adding to your happiness or your well-being anymore. Correct. So what, what, what do you do with all that? You know? You're just sitting there chasing feelings. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what all of us are doing. But resources allow us to chase certain feelings more effectively up to a point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like what Daniel Kahneman has studied, which I've talked about in this podcast a number of times. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can see that increases in, in material resources or increases in money is correlated with increases in happiness up to a point, and then yeah. it flattens right off. Like yes. up to making seventy thousand dollars a year in the U.S., like mm-hmm. your your happiness is is going to be highly correlated with how much you make. But then after that point, mm-hmm. you're not getting much. Yeah. You're not getting much more in return for anything at all from making even millions mm-hmm. above that. Yes. And that's the, the unfortunate thing for me because I think that there is, if, if you're making $70,000 a year, you, you should be grateful, wildly grateful. On the face of this earth. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You're in the top 1% of... Yeah, exactly. Yes. Even if you're making $30,000 a year on, on the earth. On the earth, yeah. It's like being in the top 1% of the world. Yeah, of course. It's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. So, I think that, as we have talked about, the perspective is huge. Yeah. But at the same time, being able to see people where they are and to say, hey... You have so much to be grateful for, but there you are, unable to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, there are other ingredients to happiness besides gratitude. Oh, sure. Which I think sometimes we can miss in this gratitude picture. It's like, look at everything you have. No, of course, that's, that doesn't I mean? cause. Yeah. Yeah, no. There were times where I was kind of in a darker place where the gratitude would make me feel worse. Hmm. Because I was... Look at all the things that I have. Look at all these. I have everything. Mm-hmm. And still, I feel horrible. Yeah. Why I'm feeling like that, you know? Why am I experiencing this? Why do I have these feelings? These bad things? These yeah. The sadness. Why am I, you know, suffering so much? Yeah. And looking to the things that I should be grateful for and that I was grateful for wasn't helping. It didn't change it. What? It didn't change it. Yeah, it didn't change it. So, like, I'm not saying that, oh, gratitude is going to solve all the problems in the world, you know, it's just... It helps, but it doesn't solve everything. And depending on the situation you're in. It, it yeah. might not even have any effect at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's tough. Because you can have that sort of fake happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can see all the gratitude, you can do all the things, but there can just be other elements that just overpower it. Yeah. Like, there's that wonderful thing that Gary Vee talks about, which I, I love, which is the... Um, it's better to be smiling in, in your Toyota than crying in your Ferrari. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite <laughs> sayings. Yeah. But he's, he's very right about that because 
the the person ends up crying in their Ferrari typically because they were born into so much wealth into which it seems like they can never earn anything. Yeah. Because everything is because your parents had a ton of money, because mm-hmm. you grew up in that nice house, because you went to those good schools, because you had X, Y, Z thing that all the other poor kids didn't have. You're, un- you're unable to separate yourself from that. You're unable to say, hey, I did this. Yes. Because you didn't grow up with nothing. Mm-hmm. But when people do grow up with nothing and they're able to get something, like that pursuit, that achievement, it means so much more. Because yeah, yeah. You're, you're jumping up yes. a level and you're achieving. Versus if you're born into everything, you have nothing to gain. Yeah, and that relates to what we were talking about the other day, which is um, it's hard to be intentionally grateful for things that are normal for you. You know, like mm-hmm. they're so mundane, so basic. Sure. So I'll ask you, do you think that the less you have, the more grateful you are for what you do have? No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. No. Not necessarily. I think... Yeah, I think... Um... I think that there are lots of other psychological factors that come into play. Mm-hmm. psychological and community factors like it's 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 not solely this but a part of it is like it takes one to know one like mm-hmm. how are you going to be grateful if none of your friends are okay like if, if there's no one in your life who you see who is propelled by their gratitude and talks about it shares with you about it mm-hmm really engages with you on it, asks you what you're grateful for. And with, with whom you, you go through that act, and that act clearly means something, and you can feel it. Like, look, look at here in the United States. We have a holiday on which you're meant to be grateful. I was just thinking about that. A yeah. holiday on which you're meant to be grateful. I was going to ask you. About and there are millions of people for whom that's just like an act. It, they don't feel it. Mm-hmm. They don't feel the gratitude. They say it with the words. Mm-hmm. They're together. They hear the words. But it's, it's just a show. They don't feel it for themselves. And I think that that's an important piece of gratitude. You need to know how to feel it yourself. Yeah. Like you need to really be able to feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's a curious thing to me because I've talked about this on the podcast too. Gratitude interventions, the most effective ones, tend to not be thinking of what you're grateful for, but they tend to be remembering or going to a moment in which someone thanked you for what you did for them. Okay. So the most powerful gratitude interventions are tapping into that feeling of gratitude for one to ten minutes each day of knowing exactly what that interaction was where someone came up to you and they thanked you for who you were and and the influence that you had in their life and how positive you have been for them Mm -hmm. and tapping into that feeling seems to have more meaningful effects in terms of changing your biomarkers and changing life outcomes rather than 
the, oh, here's the list of things I'm grateful for. Um, and that's the interesting thing. Like, I think that the list of things you're grateful for, that's a good thing. You should still do it. And you should sure. still take that time to do it. But yeah. it seems like what really moves the needle the most is going and thinking of those times where others express gratitude to you. To you, okay. Because when others express gratitude to you for what you've done and you feel that, the only way that seems to allow you to manage that feeling is to share it, is to distribute it, mm-hmm. is to give it back. Okay, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, in the times where people have told me, Matt, you know, because of who you've been for me in my life, because of the influence and the voice that you have shared with me, I am a better person and I have changed myself completely in a positive way to to allow myself to live a fantastic life for which I'm grateful. Like, if I get to think about that and sit with that, like, the magnitude of that feeling is stunning. Yeah. To have impacted someone positively that they express their gratitude to you. And to sit with that and to feel it, it's... It's overwhelming because it, 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 at least for me and in my experience of it, has led me to almost feel compelled to want to thank others, to want to show my gratitude to others, mm-hmm. to want to thank others for what they've done for me because I could not be that person for them if it weren't for a lot of those people who have been that person for me. Sure, yeah. And I've always found that to be... Or at least in the times where people have said something like that to me. I've always been deeply moved. And I've been more moved by that typically than how moved I am I am by just thinking of the things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Despite arguably in, in theory, when you think of the things you're grateful for, those should move you more. Because like, the, the list in the absolute length of that list mm-hmm. and the magnitude of all the things on the list are just in some much, much greater than what is in that feeling of someone being grateful to you. But for some reason, we we seem to feel so much more elevated and so much more deeply when we are thanked, when others express gratitude toward us. Yes. Have you experienced that where someone's really looked at you and, and thanked you for everything that you've yeah. been for them? Yeah, a few times. And what was that like for you? Well, what was I going to say about that? Like, I, I, I think I can't understand why the effect is kind of different and maybe more, um, like, stronger. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you have, when you hear something like that, you feel like you have a place in the world like you that, that you're important you know that you're doing something hmm. and like you know like when the people say that you that they feel um happier to give than to to receive, receive? yeah i think that's the thing you know because the things you have 
are mostly related to luck, like 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 you said, you know, like related we don't know to randomness. What to do with luck. So like you, yeah. it's good, of course. You're grateful. That's great. You're thanking the universe for that. But when you do something, that was a choice. Or it feels a lot more like a choice. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I'm, I'm speaking from the question of free will, which we've talked about before. But I mean, oh. Yeah, like the idea that the, the question of was that really you in your choice or was that just your conscious experience of it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and of course all the but that's for factors that predetermine your <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But of course, it feels okay. I'm gonna correct myself. <laughs> it feels more like a choice. Like Plenty like, would say that it is your choice, so yeah. feel free to continue to do that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's my point. Like, and you just receiving all of that feedback and the thankfulness of that person yeah. for something that you decided to do. Mm-hmm. And that you actively put in the world. Yeah. And that's something big. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been super powerful for me to hear people come to me and say, Hey, you talked to me when I was in a dark place and I'm in a much better place because of you. Yeah. yeah. Like that... That's crazy for me. Like, it's interesting because over time, like I, that used to give me those feelings that you mentioned of those feelings of importance and value. But over time, those feelings have, for me, become feelings of awe and humility. Mm-hmm. Like, I've typically felt, like, how absurd for me to have found myself in this position in which I can impact others in this way. Mm-hmm. What luck I needed to stumble into all these characteristics, to stumble into all of these environmental influences, to stumble into all these places yeah. that have shaped me so positively, mm-hmm. that have allowed me to have such a such a disposition and such an ability to affect others in this way. Like for me, that's just absolutely stunning to sit there and to be like, wow, just wow. All of this, wow. Cause there, there, there are really no words for it, right? Yeah. There are no words are no for words. everything that you've lived. Mm-hmm. That have allowed you to be who you are and to allow you to have an impact like that on someone else. Yeah. There are simply no words. And it's a bit overwhelming, to be honest. Like I've I've found myself in tears mm-hmm. hearing people say that to me. Cause you, as we said, it's it's like the luck thing. You at least for me, like you don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. The the logic answer, the logical answer is keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Keep I'd being that, that person. <laughs> but that's really it, you know. What can you do with that feeling? Well, just allow it to keep 
propelling like... yourself to, to, to be that person. Yeah. Allow that feeling to sit with you. Allow that feeling to yeah. overcome you for a moment. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah, that those experiences have been so deep for me. Those are some of the the most moving things I've experienced. Being on calls with people who have just told me how much I've I've meant to them. Who have said to me who you've allowed me to become, the the key that you've turned in me. Yeah. that opened doors that I was never able to open. Mm-hmm. It, it just humbled me so much. That's what you do, man. But as I said, I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know if anyone really knows what to do with it. Do you need to do something with it? Well, it's so overwhelming and so big that it feels like you do. Mm-hmm. But I think the reality is no. You just keep living and you yes. continue to allow it to propel you to live in the best way that you can to continue to have that effect on other people. Yeah. And ultimately it's not about the... It's not about what people are going to tell you. It's about what people do with the effect that you had on them and how they mm-hmm. affect others. Yeah. It's about the chain. Yeah. It's not about the link. Of course. And that's that's it for me. I mean, as much as I know about networks and the things that I've learned about network studies, I think it's that, right? It's understanding you are not just you. You are a node in a network mm-hmm. that continues to branch out. And if you have an effect on a bunch of people in your network and they're going to go interact with other people, they might just have that effect on them, on, yeah. on those other people in their lives. Yes. You might have an incredible effect on people you, you don't know. So why not try to be the best version of yourself? Why not try to yeah. understand the things you're grateful for and then to allow those things to propel you to be better and for others to see that in you and to use mm-hmm. who you are as a thing that propels them ahead so that they can have better effects on their own lives and the people they love, their communities. Yeah, be the change, right? Be the change you wish you to see, see in the, the world. world yeah. Gandhi quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, look what I've become. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anything to add? I'm sorry, what? Anything to add? Um, oh, that's a hard question. I don't know. Um, I think we've done a good job. Yeah, I feel like um, I stole a lot of the conversation at the end. What do you mean? I was talking for a long time. Well, I was talking about... Well, I was talking for a long time in the beginning, so... Seems fair to me. Why are you making that face? I don't know. Um, 
It's a curious position I sit in as the host of a podcast when I bring other people on. Mm-hmm. The question is, oh, am I supposed to not talk? No, I don't think so. But if I am supposed to talk as well, how much am I supposed to talk? What's too much? It's a hard question. I think you're, you're doing well. Sure. And then other people would say, hey, don't listen to anyone but yourself. Yeah. And just do what you feel yeah. and follow your instincts and be willing to and critique yourself. And I think you're yourself. doing that, so that's why I think you're doing well. Sure. I suppose. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, this was good. Um, something I'm grateful for to end is to be able to sit in silence with someone else. Oh, yeah. And to not want anything else from them in that moment of silence. Mm-hmm. And to just be able to embrace that. Yeah. It's always been really interesting to me where I've had calls with people on FaceTime and I've just like sat there and looked at the screen and of course I had things to say I'm sure maybe they had things to say to you but to just sit there and share nothing with someone else it's a pretty cool thing and I'm grateful that I can feel that embrace that and have that be special for me. Yeah. I feel that we can do that too. We do that quite well. We can. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a comfortable silence. I suppose I had to be uncomfortable at some point. Initially, the first silence you share with someone could be pretty intimidating. Yeah, it depends. Depends. Can be, yeah. Do you ever feel that way? Uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Between it's different. us? No, not between mm. us. different for me there are people who I can have the comfortable silence with Mm. and people that I'm not there yet Mm. or maybe only can get there I think it's about like closeness and yeah yeah I understand I think there's productive silence with people Mm-hmm. Silence that actually brings you together versus silence that's just sort of eating away at something. Because yeah. sometimes it's it's like air that's waiting to be filled. Mm-hmm. I don't like that kind of air. No. Yeah. <laughs> I like air that's full enough. But it's happy to take anything you want to add to it. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm grateful for people with whom I have that air. And I have so many of them. So, so many of them. That's great. That is something to be grateful for. Yes, I agree. And you're one of them, Mo. Mm. Thank you. That's great. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> How cool. <laughs> to end the podcast, I will tell a story. Um, Gabby and I started to say, I love you. I love you too. And then, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is nice. <laughs> it's not not nice. <laughs> It sounds much better in Portuguese, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that to be quite funny. <laughs> Lego. Lego. Okay, um, this was fun. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me again. It's my pleasure. I will return. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was great. So. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back in three days. <laughs> maybe for you, two days. Maybe for you, tomorrow. Maybe for you. Never that. again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> maybe it'll be, oh, the other episode's out. I'm going to go listen to that now. So, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> thanks for listening. Much appreciated. Much love. and Much love, yeah. I will be back soon. Yeah. And Gabby will be back soon, too. I will. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.